Hey everybody, this is Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin, also known as K-Dog. I'm probably the only one who calls myself that. But it is a podcast for me, so I get to do what I want to do. If this podcast sounds a little bit different, I'm trying things different. I'm sitting away from my microphone. I got one of them Yeti microphones. And... um, to turn the, I guess the recording power of it, it's called the gain. You have to flip this, uh, this uh, knob here, and um, you should have it lower. And I'm talking at it really close, but um, I wanted to try things different, mix it up a little, see how it is if I turn the gain up a lot more and sit away from my computer. <laughs> I wanted to see how my uh, voice would sound, so I'll record the entire podcast like that. We do have some car thoughts. But we'll get into that later. Mm. So I've gotten this rhythm every other week, doing podcasts. It's it's difficult because it's a, it's a feeling I get of doing a podcast. There's a, a bubbling energy of creativity that dwells within inside, and when it bursts, I got to do a podcast. Now the thing is, I don't like doing podcasts when I don't have that that bubbling of creativity, and uh, so therefore. You got this hindrance, and usually, uh, after about two weeks, I've built up quite a lot. That's why I've been making every other week, and then they get to two hours. It's it's that and a combination of life things that are happening, you know. But you know what? In retrospect, I think I should try to stick to the, every week, even if I don't feel like being creative. If I do the work, I could get the work done. But would that be a better product? I don't know. But it makes me a better person if I keep practicing at it. So in the end, for the, for the fruition of the show, the longer run, I should do it every week. Repetition breeds better potter, if that's a thing. Hmm. Pretty sick this week. Got sick a couple days ago. It's not manifesting well, so I don't know if it means that it's just going to be a longer time for me to heal or my immune system's pretty powerful from all the probiotics and working out that I do. You know, I'm working out quite a bit and I'm not seeing much improvement. But I keep doing it. And I have to say, you know, the struggle is real. Now I like sweat every time I have to eat something. <laughs> I'll eat some uh Chinese food I'm like shit man this has carbs in it this might not end well <laughs> my kid's sick he's been sick for months like he gets the flu gets better and then gets sick again he gets antibiotics he doesn't get antibiotics it's, it's like a never ending cycle but then again I remember being really sick at his age but we didn't get any medicine so I don't know if that made me a stronger person or it made me you know, weaker in the long run. No, no use uh, looking back on it. Um, my my wife got the got her okay. So her Jeep's been having engine trouble, and she actually got them to rebuild their in, her engine, and they fucked up. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> when they got the the for day one of her getting it back, so she has a bit of a loner car, a lot of trouble. The Jeep company, or the company that builds cars and such, I think they they build these things defectively and then um, 
not many people will have the fortitude to argue their way, you know, even if they're in the right, you know. They don't know my wife. She will destroy you. It's <laughs> right. a fucking true story. All right, here we go. Without further ado, if you're new to this podcast, I'll let you down on how it goes. I do some news, meaning I talk about the news, little headlines that I've like clipped out. Uh, and then I riff about random things, maybe, who knows. And then, uh, where's my phone? And then I'll like uh, do some car thoughts or some shit like that. That's my pocket. Stupid. So without further ado, here's some news. Woman harasses man in MAGA hat, declaring, I am a victim. So it's in uh, this one area, Falmouth, Massachusetts, I guess. She, um, this guy's at a Mexican joint wearing a MAGA hat, which is those red hats make America great again, henceforth the acronym MAGA, which I just now broke down and figured out myself. I didn't even know what it meant. I was like, what does MAGA mean? But it means make America great again. Anyways, he's got this red hat that says that. And that's not a term that Trump coined. You know, this, let me tell you the dates. February 23rd, 2019. In this day and age... Trump didn't make up Make America Great. They've been saying that for years. It's a Roger Stone quote, I think. I think he's the one who came up with it. So Trump's is really a puppet copying other people. But anyways, so this one guy's wearing that fucking hat. And this Mexican lady goes and rips it off. And she says, you know, you shouldn't be even eating at a Mexican restaurant. She says this in lieu of all the news media coverage of, Trump trying to build some fucking wall, you know, and um, so he makes this. So he's making a wall, trying to separate America and Mexico. That's a big deal, you know. They are separate, but nothing beats separate like a fucking wall, huh? So she's, you know, all that angst. She's drunk. She's a little. She had a couple of drinks. She, she sounds like a drunk lady. They're gonna press charges on this lady. She did this in front of cops. She rat took off his hat or some shit like that so I'm gonna charge her for assault and her deal is I'm not even drunk I had three mojitos that's what she says famous drunk lines I'm not even drunk it's the, the shittiest <laughs> I should know <laughs> anyways I have to say though that's um, the only reason I bring that news article up is to, just to show you an eye in the window of time that we are in right now uh, people wear a fucking hat and people get flipped out about it and take it to the next level. Which, I mean, by what she did, what she did right there was wrong. And by doing that, it's wrong in two aspects. One, she shouldn't have done that. It's just a fucking hat. And then two, you gave that douchebag a reason to act superior to you. And for good reason. He's all like, yeah, I can't believe people would get mad at this fucking hat. And why can't people express themselves and things like that? I love what he said. I don't love that he said it. You know, I, it's it's a thing in which, you know, you're using terminology and words and things to say things that are that have merit to it, right? But you're just a goober wearing a MAGA hat, you know. I'm not down for the MAGA hat. I Personally, you know, I've been trying to stay neutral as much as I can, but I, I actually just don't like the trump presidency i just don't 
it's like a, a, a comedian caught up in a bad joke that's constantly pushing forward a narrative that he doesn't even believe in. Fucking Chuck don't want this goddamn wall, but he said it, so he has to push forward because that's what he said he was going to do, you know? I bet reality, if you get him in a dark corner by himself, you think, man, why the fuck did I build this goddamn wall? It's pointless. <laughs> but because he said it, he has to do it. You know, sometimes you do get caught up in the rhythm of saying things even though you're wrong. One time I got into my head that uh, a banana, you know, didn't have any other elements other than a banana. And I knew I was wrong when I said it, but I kept fucking fighting for it. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, man, bananas grow. And they're bananas. There's nothing in it. <laughs> There's no sugar. <laughs> and when sugar grows, it's sugar. Oh, well, you know, we live and learn. But sometimes, you know, you just get caught up in a rhythm of saying things you don't believe in, you know. And um, sometimes they're just totally out there and you just keep pushing forward. I have to think that I know that there are a lot of people that say things that they don't really believe in. But there's like levels to that game. You know, there's most times and you're, you're just in hardcore denial. And then there's, you know, you're in the wrong, but you got to keep pushing forward. And that's what you have. This fucking MAGA hat guy, fuck him and the horse he rode in on. He's probably a douchebag. I'm just judging him by a book, you know. I don't know. He's. I don't think that guy's going to make any pieces of literature that's going to go and, you know, last the, the, the sands of time, you know. And this lady, she's a nobody. She shouldn't have done what she did. But you gave this guy opportunity to get in the fucking news to say, you know, oh, I'm a, like... I don't know, pontificate. I'm so better than you because I, I don't cause violence, you know. And, I mean, fuck, dude. Not this guy. But it's true. When you, when, you, when you have a hat that says MAGA and you don't like it, I mean, if anything, your responsibility is to do two things. One, ignore it. Or two, wear a hat that has opposite beliefs of anything. Or, I would, yeah, that's it. Ignore it or have your own hat that is but but trying to be an aggressor and like stomp out the image is like censorship you don't want to you don't want to get caught up in that rhythm most stupid people do get caught up in that rhythm censorship is for the stupid censorship is a thing in which you know there's a better way of doing things there's a way to figuring things out but you don't want to do it so you rather just censor it and i get it you know i mean it's what we got most people I mean, like, even the most complicated issues, they censor things or they make it illegal, you know. And it makes sense that you do that for the grand populace. You know, the individual, even in the individual, it's hard for you to, I don't know, quantify, you know, what's good, what's bad, you know. Every, everything is like a con conception of one thing. One thing could be good today, could be bad tomorrow, and vice versa. So it's just easier to censor things. Like you could say, sugar, that's bad for you, you know, but no, it isn't, you know, there's some good to it, you know, you kind of need sugar, you know, for your brain and everything else, you know, energy, whatever. Uh, but at the same time, it could be abused and it could be real bad for you. I mean, just pretty much anything bad could be good and anything good could be bad, you know, I'll get more into that later. Hopefully I remember. But yeah, I mean, that lady, what she did was stupid, but she was drunk, whatever. But you get, you afforded that guy the opportunity to get in the news. Thank you for besmirching my message of, you know, pacifism and stop trying to fuck shit up. So big in the news last two weeks is this actor. His name is uh, 
Jussie. That's J-U-S-S-I-E. Jussie. Smollett. He is a black person, a Jew, and... Oh, you know what? I think I have some car thoughts on this. But those were back-in-the-day car thoughts. Oh, shit. I don't know if I should even talk about this then. Well, anyways, more in the development of Je- Jesse Smollett, you know, now, is that um, you got you got this this uh, actor who's failing at this TV drama called Empire, right? So what he did was he was attacked by uh, some people with MAGA hats, supposedly, that said, you know, make America great and, you know, fuck you and called them the N-word and... I guess they put a noose around his neck and, and then poured bleach on him. It was a big deal, right, in Chicago. This all happened in Chicago. And then he went on a kind of a press tour talking about how gays are being attacked and shit like that. And um, he got caught. It turns out, you know, he hired two actors, uh, paid them with a check. They found the check. They found the letters that he mailed himself. <laughs> Magazines everywhere with cutout letters. Like, like an t- old bad TV show. And um, he would have got away with it. See, that's the thing. And then that's why I'm bringing it up in the news. He, um, he, what he did was he was failing as an actor. So he, he decided, hey, look, if I can get sympathy, I'll probably have good roles. And he's right. In this day and age, if you play the victim part, you're, you're usually going to be all right. You know, obviously, obviously, because what he did, he played a victim. You know, saying that he's black and he's gay and all that. He's Jewish, so it's like everything on the, I don't know, uh, oppressed Olympics. You know, he's 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 got all of them. He's got all the signals there, and everyone's all like, "Oh, sympathy, this. Hey, you could star in my movie and you star in my show." And he got on all these news channels and things like that. I didn't even know who the fuck the guy was until he. Um, so this all happened. The, the, remember the first time I, I heard it, I thought he was um, making it up. I, the, the first time I heard it, I was like, wait, a black dude in Chicago got attacked by two MAGA guys? Like, two white guys? And they called him the N-word? That sounds like the most hardcore, hardcore thing ever. Especially in Chicago. Like, it would make sense if it was like Kansas or something like that. I, I could see that. South Dakota. Something where it's like, you know, racism is rampant, you know. But in Chicago, you know, in the heart of Chicago, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, a lot of black people in Chicago. I can't see a bunch of white guys rolling up in Chicago fucking beating up black people. That shit's just unheard of nowadays. The, the media nowadays don't want you to know that. They want you to think, holy shit, you know. I don't know how it became a thing in which... You know the media lies. You know they want you just to fear shit. You know, plane crashes, look out. They want you to be afraid so that you could read their magazines or news info so that you, you know, tune in more, you know. But uh, here's this guy. And now the media's been promoting racism for quite some time, last three, four years. You know, whatever, wherever it gets people outraged. This guy capitalized on it, and that's the sad thing. I mean, it's, it really gives you insight. I mean, if if he had done it smart, like not got caught, hired professional actors who won't, you know, say anything, or paid them cash, um, do not communicate with your cell phone. Maybe use a burner phone or something. Jeez, 
But he felt so empowered to do this, he thought he couldn't get caught. That's why he was so lazy about it. That's why, that's why they were able to find the evidence, you know, is because he was lazy and empowered. Because he knew what he was doing when he did it. And the sad thing is, man, he, will, he would have gotten away with it. If he wasn't so lazy about what he did, if he did a pro job about this, say there's no evidence of what he did, he would have got away with it. And got all the accolades or accolades uh, or accolades, accolades of being a victim, you know. So it does pay to be a victim, and it promotes more victim mentality, which is a big rampant thing going on in America. It's not that there's more racism in the world or more prejudices and more hate this, hate that. No, it's more victims, you know. Like, oh yeah, this guy hurt me. Oh, this guy hugged me too much. Shit like that, you know. And that's not a good thing, you know. And then you got the, when you got the internet the way it is nowadays with social media, you know, back in the day you just had newspapers. So if you're not reading a newspaper, you're pretty much not going to know what's going on, you know. And even that is limited knowledge. Now, man, fucking Kim Kardashian breaks up with a person and 30 seconds later, everybody knows. Kim Kardashian's a famous actress, whatever the fuck, or whatever the fuck she is. You know, people die in China, you know, within like an hour when it happens, you know, because it's on social media. That's the new new way of um, information. So that being said, everything seems like it's the worst because you're hearing more about it. You know, before you didn't have that ability, you know, there like hundreds and hundreds of people dying, you know, but you didn't know about it because you couldn't read about it. And now you can read about it. Now you become desensitive. It's weird, too, how sensitive we have become like <clears throat> 400 people could die in Indochina. You don't bat an eye, but homeboy Jesse, whatever the fuck his name is, gets uh, noosed. You're like, holy shit, this world's going to shit, you know. In one instance, this is because he's got more exposure. Indochina kids or whatever dying, that's not such a big deal. Chilean miners being trapped in a mine, nobody gives a fuck. I mean, that's just the way it is. The only people that care are about maybe the people around it, you know. It's... It's really now about oppression, you know, like if I, if you could just claim you're a victim of some kind of brutality that could or could not happen, you know, I'm not going to say that there's no brutality in, in the world. That's just ridiculous. That's not even admitting the truth. It's that it's not happening as much, you know, it does happen, but it doesn't happen as much. You may think I'm making light of things, but I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that if you keep putting a magnifying glass on the, the one or two things that are happening, it, it doesn't mean that the whole world is that big of a problem, you know? I don't know. But this guy did a disservice to everybody who's gay or black, wherever been attacked, you know? Now it's going to be a thing in which, you know, is it truth, you know? But, I mean, in in some ways it was good that that happened in the sense that, now, I, I know it sounds bad what I'm saying, but in the sense that, you see, there's people out there that are, victims that are not victims they're just out there to get publicity you know they're just out there and uh <clears throat> this is much different from uh this colin kaepernick guy you know that that is a famous football player who isn't really that good uh his career is dwindling and then he does this thing against for police brutality right which isn't that big of an issue but it does happen so therefore yeah, those are two different issues. One, this guy's career is over. He's, he goes, yeah, crime is happening to me. The other guy, he just, you know, protests and say crime is happening to others. That's the difference. That's the main difference. Now, is it true in both instances that crime does happen? Yes, it does. But 
he tried to take the sympathy onto himself as opposed to Colin Kaepernick, who just sacrificed millions to do this fucking protesting of football. But I think I get a more in detail because I get more angry about it. I remember hearing it and thinking it was fake, but and it just, he just fooled a bunch of people. And then everyone just kind of jumped to his aid, uh, his, uh, aid and tried to use his victimization as a weapon to cut down some argument that's not even happening you know and i give you the example of ellen page so ellen page she's getting interviewed on shows and shit you know after this uh, travesty that happened and um she was in this tv show recently that was famous so she was doing a press tour but because she's doing a press tour she uses this as an opportunity to have a conversation that really isn't necessary anymore it just isn't it's um, uh, stop attacking gays and, and stuff because she's gay, you know. So she's like, and stop attacking gays and trans people and you know my message. And she gets all cry, cry about it, you know. She's all like, and this is this is ridiculous. This shit needs to stop. We we need to have equality and all that bullshit. She even says this. She ah, she says this fucking thing. Uh, she. Point. She said, pointing to the fact that trans women of color face an average life expectancy of 35 due to transphobic violence. Now, that is a t statistic I didn't even know. The first, she, wow, she really, she really isolated a small section of America or humanity itself. But if you just go for America, here we go. Trans woman. So let's just break that down. How many trans are there? It's about maybe 0.003% of the American population is uh, trans, maybe. And women of color, you, you cut that to like a quarter of the American population. And they're women. Wow, trans women. So it's men that are... See, what does that even mean? Men that are women? Isn't a, is a trans woman a man that's a woman? It doesn't make sense that she's trying to defend men. It seems like she would try to be defending women who are trying to be men. But whatever that is. <laughs> life expectancy of 35. So maybe 10 people all America have a life expectancy of 35 because they're trans women of color. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just joking when I say 10. I mean, but that is such a small percentage of people. It's insane. I think more people flew to die, die in America than that. Or I, I think people dying from babies grabbing a gun and shooting you, uh, that's more of a percentage than the trans woman of color i don't know i'm just saying numbers i could be wrong but she's she's galvanized because of what happened to jesse you know uh you know this shit needs to stop she's all <laughs> say but she's she's saying this shit like if they like there's an argument it one could argue the reason maybe that stat arises or that that's even a stat is the simple fact that there's more people in america <laughs> and so just by that, the numbers would jump up a little. I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, man. I mean, And then, they, like, of course, it'd be more trans women and trans men, whatever the fuck. Maybe that's more of a thing because of the popularity that it is. And so it gives birth to more people. I mean, that's why we have memes, you know. I mean, it's an idea that grows onto other ideas and lasts the, the, forever, you know. Trans people, they've always been around. But it wasn't that big of a deal. Now it's a big deal. It's a big, big deal. They can hold power over people. And that's very seductive. And most people, 
given left to their own devices love power they gotta they gotta seize that power and use it and abuse it hmm. I have a friend who uh, teaches like seventh graders or whatever the fuck and they got transphobic got transphobic trans kids and like which is an unheard of thing I went to school and never known any trans kids we knew I knew men that were feminine you know and maybe they did go, go on to be trans but there wasn't that many you know I mean, they weren't. I mean, like you're telling me that a lot of them were hiding. It's a small percentage. Let's be real about that. It's so disingenuous when you try to make this number bigger than it is. Millions of fucking trans people are done. No, there's not millions. And like, given a school of two thousand, you probably have maybe one. You know, <laughs> if you're lucky. You know, I mean, in my school, we didn't have any of that. We had a lot of kids, though. A lot of a lot of kids having kids. Uh, that happened. <laughs> we had a whole daycare set aside for them and shit. Yeah. Uh, teenagers like to fuck without condoms, especially in, like, Mexicans. They really like doing that. I could say that because I knew that most of them were Mexicans. You know, they really like giving it. But, I mean, maybe if my school was full of white people, we would have a daycare too. I don't know. But we only had, like, two or three white guys or white people all together, really. Mostly Mexicans. We had a group of black people. That's about it. Asians. A lot of Asians. Yeah. It was weird. Anyways, I digress. Anyways, so she she makes this a thing, and um, she goes, "That's not a debate." You know, what the fuck is a de- you know what's not a debate? An argument that's not happening. I don't think anyone's like, "Let's take away their rights." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why is that a thing? You know. Now, one could argue that one right that was being taken away, and I'll discuss this, is that the um, I guess they had a a thing in which. I guess you couldn't serve if you identified as transgender. And I have mixed feelings about that. You know, if you're going into the grind of murder and death, you know, as a military person, I could see that. But as a person who is, you know, like born one way but think they're another, one could say that you're confused. You know, I'm not saying that it is. But, you know, you're born a certain way and you know that you're an another. There is confusion there. And if you don't think so, then once again, you're just being disingenuous. You're not admitting some of the arguments that are true of your supposition. If you want to really, really have an argument of why uh, trans people should be in the military, you have to have an on- honest conversation. You know, uh, if you're you're playing the stats game, right? You got boys and girls, right? They know who they are, and they're in. Now, that's not a true statement. Not all of them know, but most times, I mean, you don't have that one extra component of confusion. Now you got trans people. So not only were you born a guy, you think you're a girl, you were confused. Added to the added to the statistic that you could just be a confused person, like any other person. Most people do get confused about who they are. But, I mean, when you're talking about military, you're playing a stats game, you know. You know, statistically, you know, boys that are boys, you got it. Girls are girls, you got it. And that's why they were kind of anti-gay to begin with because it wasn't the norm. But now, I mean, they're okay with it. And I guess, I guess as, as time progresses and trans people become more of a norm, which they have been, but now it's more, you can't tell whether or not it's they're, they, they're confused about who they are or they're just doing it for power tripping, you know. Now I don't think that that's even a high statistic unto itself. I don't know. Fighting 
a war is bad you know i don't know maybe war is obsolete fuck you know in 2019 why the fuck do we even fight <laughs> like i don't even know why we're in the countries that we are and we haven't even formally declared war we're just there you know occupying you know we're the bad guys <laughs> we're just occupying parts of the country and the and the thought is we're trying to protect assets and make sure that no gangs grow up or anything like that but that's not what bad good guys do good guys the the common thing that good guys do is they're good and they don't oppose their their beliefs on others and then the bad guys rise up and attack the good guys when they least expect it and that happens you know kind of like japan you know like we didn't we let them believe they had a god and everything and they eventually just attacked us so we fucked their shit up you know had we had just been occupying them the whole time maybe maybe that wouldn't have happened the way it did in 1941 you know maybe if we were occupying the muslims and not muslims the afghanistans and things like that not training their soldiers to attack us maybe i don't know fuck it's confusing I don't know. I think that we shouldn't be occupying these areas and let the bad guys grow. Because then when they attack us, we would be in the right to attack them. We're no longer good guys in that aspect. Being good isn't easy. Being a good guy is not easy. You want to, you want to talk reality? That's the truth of the matter. you know. And then we, we had better values, I guess, I hope, back then, where we were trying to be good guys in a bad world. You know? Try like although we would die, at least we stood for something. Now we're like just trying to protect our assets, you know, trying to protect what we have. You know, we do have some good, but what are we protecting now? We're protecting a bunch of people who get pissed off about things that we thought were over, you know. And we just keep pro adding fuel to the fire, uh, growing this this hatred that does shouldn't exist, you know. It, it'll get to a point if you at first you had you know one out of 10 people you know oh yeah i don't i think black people are all right and then you had two and then you got three and then you have nine out of one or nine out of ten and that one guy's on the out so be it i think that would be with everything else eventually if you just let time go and not make such a big deal about things then you're good naturally fights sh should happen you know social movements and things like that like oh i don't serve your kind here yeah that needs that has to stop right um War is different, I think. That should be closed off from the whole aspect of political gains and things like that. It should be figured out. Now, I mean, like, if we weren't occupying other countries and shit like that, I say we scale things back and then make things okay. Like, maybe trans could jump into the military. But we're jumping into wars we shouldn't be in. Things are getting kind of fuzzy. And now you have to add that equation of am I girl or am I boy kind of thing, you know? Um, complicated things that i will never figure out here but i do believe that we shouldn't be in these countries that were supposedly protecting our interests and things like that i mean if you just pull back and just uh just let's grow america back up again you know infrastructure and things like that and better school systems and try to teach actual values i think we'd be good and uh when the bad guys come to attack they will kill a bunch of us but at least they will kill noble versions of us you know <laughs> right now i don't feel very noble as i support a country that goes and attacks other countries you know without declaring war there's a reason why we came up with reasons you had to to have to de to declare war there's more people more people involved you know like it can't just be a president you know it can't be just congress and a whole group of people of checks and balances come up with the idea for the greater good we must fight this war 
you know now we're just occupying other countries you know and then there's the you got some people thinking that's good some people thinking it's bad and then we're just caught in this influx of doing the very thing we shouldn't be doing you know it's like if i was spanking a kid and you're telling me to stop but i, I can't i can't let's talk about our let's talk about the pros and cons of what i'm doing as i'm spanking the fucking kid you know and we could debate six years later i'm still spanking the fucking kid and i'm discussing whether the pros or cons are good you know and i've i have people on my side people against me but we're still arguing while i'm still spanking this fucking kid that's what we're doing right now we're just attacking other countries and shit and when did i i just got off of the ellen page thing well i mean the fucking it all comes back to that i mean that's that's what happens when we occupy other countries we get this shit you know, people thinking they had hard times, but they didn't. Uh, okay, here we go. So, <laughs> bringing it back, though. Uh, whatever on Ellen Page. She's having an argument with herself. That's what it feels like. Uh, what's this one? Yeah. Um, so, Tucker Carlson, man. This guy cannot not stay out of the news. Um, but this time it's not on him. He was interviewing a host. He goes, Tucker Carlson, tonight guest, says African Americans need to move on from slavery. Now, the headline, let me break down the headline for you to understand the perspective of the history that we're in right now. It's Tucker Carlson tonight. So they got the guy that the news wants to hate on. Guest says African Americans. So... Not him, but a guest that he had, but they don't even say his name, says, oh, it's Mark Stein, but whatever. It goes, needs to move on from slavery. So that's a very, like, condensed thing to say, right? I mean, <laughs> you're telling black people that slavery is not that bad, you know, you should move on. And that's that's a rough conversation and not a thing to be said as a as a headline. Maybe you should have thought better before saying it. But just bringing it back to what I want to want to point out is the headline. It says Tucker Carlson's name in it. They say it because they want you to have that in your head and say African Americans need to move on from slavery. So they want you to think it's him. Now now, of course, if you're reading it and understanding context, it isn't him. It's his guest. But they don't even say his name. They, they, like how it should say is Mark Stein was on Tucker Carlson tonight, and he said, boom, boom, boom. But they want you to know that it was Tucker Carlson. So they're highlighting his name plus this inflammatory kind of or inflammatory comment of Africans need to move on, you know, so that you can fucking hate on this guy. And even Tucker Carlson's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> you know, that's pretty hardcore to say out loud. But um, let's unpack that. I think that's a pretty dense comment. What he's trying to get at is, and it's weird, too, because you're supposed to have a, a knee-jerk reaction and say, yeah, fuck yeah, that, that guy's racist. You know, tell him slavery is not that big of a deal and da-da-da-da-da-da. <sighs> I think it's more complex than that. And as you go on to read, it is a complex thing. What he's trying to say is that, you know, in 2019, the black people here, like now, born in, you know, 2019, or say born in 2000, 
their grandparents, their great grandparents weren't even, or were probably in slavery, but not their grandparents and not them, you know, or not their parents, you know. So slavery is far removed from them, but they're going to keep holding on to that. And, um, of course, you get those, those people who want to, like, instead of understand your point, they want to just point out what's wrong with your your point his message isn't there for you to point out what's wrong i mean you could do that with anything you know you're like chocolate is bad you know and you're like well it's not bad because of this this and this you're like no but chocolate is bad you know no it's not because of this this and this and this that's not my comment my comment is chocolate is bad i didn't say anything else i just said chocolate is bad and it's up to you to argue about that. Now, see, now I think that was a bad analogy, but I'm trying to give you, I'm trying to uh, try to point it out. Is he's trying to say that slavery is so far from now that people should start moving forward, you know, be the better you, that kind of thing, and not be held back by something that happened a hundred, hundred and maybe 150 years ago. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got a point, right? I mean, it's 2019, you know, you're talking about something that happened over a hundred years ago and, um, he's got a, he's, he's got a kind of point. It's just that, that something so complex cannot be said in a little bite size. He should have said something to the effect of, he goes, we're never going to move forward if we keep looking at the past, you know, the past is good as a frame of reference. So we don't you know, return, re- repeat the same mistakes, but it's not a shackle that you, <laughs> that keep you holding back, you know, I mean, if you were born in a household of two parents and, and a, uh, you know, like house, you're probably going to make it, you know, as opposed to the one parent, you know, and, then, you know, whatever arguments you have for that. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's clever how the news headline is. It just says his name. It's kind of, back in the day when I was in the Navy, if, if say you had that one sailor guy or army guy, right? And he attacked somebody randomly. It wouldn't say Bob Blue Blue Blob from the army did this. It would have said army guy does this. So that the news can just like highlight that army does bad things, you know, and it's easier to get people to angry at a group of people rather than the individual. Just it's easier to hate on, you know, I don't know, but Trump is able to do that all all on his own. Nah, you know what? It's him. And also he's made it so that it's safe to hate on white straight males. (laughs) They encompass everything that's evil. So, <laughs> so thank you, Trump, for that one. You know, white people are now one step closer to being oppressed themselves. They just don't know it yet. Uh, the shoe that blew. Why Zion Williamson's Nikes came apart. So this Duke guy was playing basketball, big big time college. He lost because his shoe flew fell apart, and I guess the stock market dropped and shit like that it just goes to show you the quality of shit that we get made nowadays is always bad and it got to a point where someone famous their shit get broken and now they're just like you know i don't know in 2019 stuff isn't made the best as it used to be and that's just the reality that we have we used to make things that worked now we make things that break you know and it makes sense because we're caught in this whole way of thinking of you know more money is better and because of that 
you get these crap products. Because as long as they shit them out, it's not their problem that they break. They keep shitting them out. <laughs> and But now it's like Duke lacrosse or Duke, uh, I keep saying lacrosse, I don't mean to. The Duke basketball team, they're... Psh, because that, man, maybe they'll highlight shit. But, you know, Nike's a pretty big company. I don't think it's going down anytime soon. Uh, Give me a second here. I'm reading something when he first... Oh, yeah, about that whole Jesse guy. Let me go back to that thing. The Jesse guy who, you know, made up something about people attacking him. So check this. This is another nefarious thing he did. They... They caught sus two suspects, right? He goes, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go. Um, so they do this thing called a lineup where you get to point out people you, you think it did it. So the police got a group of people, and they got two suspects. So he was going down to the station to tell, to you know, to accuse whoever it was. He knows who they are because he's the one who paid them. But when he found out that the two guys that they caught were the people he paid, he literally stopped going to the courthouse if anything he could have said yeah i don't know these guys or anything but no he didn't he was gonna go there and accuse whoever the fuck they had whoever they caught that was gonna be and if they were white that was basically it if they were white guys boom he would have been like they did it now that's a speculation but i mean he was going to do it when he found out it was his guys he's like nah i'm not going because he didn't want to you know accuse him or not accuse him i don't know chicken out I wonder if they ran a train on him at the end of it. Oh, that was so good that when you choked me with the noose. He's gay, so, you know, who knows. So, this guy dies, right? He is a famous clothing guy, designer. Uh, his name is Carl Lagerfeld. And uh, some fucking random chick I've never even heard of who's an actress, Jamila Jamel. So when somebody dies, back in the day, before 2019, I don't know when it happened... But when you die, you talk about the best things in their life. You don't talk about all the shit that person did. That's, that's, that gives you a clue on, on how unhappy people are nowadays. So when people die, usually you just talk about the good things about them. And you kind of omit the bad things. Because everyone's done good and bad. But yeah, at the end of it, it all doesn't mean anything because they're gone. So why not just remember the best of a person? Why be negative and hold on to the, just the negatives? But, um, so this designer, he's an old, he's 85, right? And he designed clothes for models, you know? And models are ten, genuinely um, hot or thin, but not fat. And, well, now that's changing, of course. Only for, only for girls, though. Guys, they can't be fat. But girls, they can be fat. It's okay. It's okay for them. But, um, um, I guess he made comments throughout his life about that, about fat people. So they called him a fat misogynist now misogynist eh, he made clothes for girls what the fuck do you want him to do and he was fat phobic <laughs> i didn't even know that was a thing so you're saying he's afraid of fat people i highly doubt that i think he criticized fat people you know and so on the on the this guy you know he he's dead and everyone's mourning and saying sorry for your loss so she goes after the fucking wife or one of the models and says you know what Fuck you and how dare you? He was a misogynistic, bigoted. Pig. Oh, he's racist too. Somehow he's racist. Whatever. And um, yeah, man. And that just goes to show you where we are now. I mean, if you're looking back on this from the future or recently, just know that we're in a time where we don't forgive people. 
we try to add as many I don't get in video games you call them modifiers or tributes you, you try to add something to the person to make them more worse than they were to elicit a response it can't just be you know he said a bad word or he did this he did that he's got to encompass everything that's shitty misogynistic meaning he, he doesn't like women he hates women he wants to control women things like that uh he's fat phobic so he hates fat people oh wait, he's scared of fat people that's what that actually means but whatever because of that you hate him i guess and he's racist somehow <laughs> So, so the, he embodies all these symbols, uh, uh, symbols of like hate and vileness, you know. On the on, on as he's dead, you know. By the way, and that's what we do nowadays. No one can just be like an asshole for that moment in time, you know. You get cut off. You're, you're driving in your car. I don't know in the future. Maybe you're not driving cars. I don't know. But back in the day, you know, you drive in your car and someone would get in front of you. And uh, they weren't supposed to. They cut you off. You know, you're trying to get into a lane. The car got in front of you. You almost crashed into them. That kind of fucking thing. And they turn out to be white. So rather than say, what an asshole, you're like, that fucking racist. Or <laughs> you just add to it. That misogynistic pig or that fat phobic asshole. Whatever, they, whatever the fuck you want to add to it. Rather than just being the asshole, that individual is an asshole. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with anything. It's not a group of people. You know, all the... All the misogynistic pigs are cutting people off. No, it's not It's not that. It's this fucking guy cut you off. Now, she has umbrage for this guy. And rather than show humility, she wants to show how much of a bitch she is. You know, she's like, oh, fuck this guy. He's did this and that and this and that. On, on his death. I mean, like, you can have those fucking comments. But when somebody dies, try not to be a dick and say all the bad shit that's went down, you know? <laughs> or something like that. Hold your fucking tongue. Especially don't go after the fucking friends and family of the fucking guy. You know, I, I, believe it or not, they that guy may have done some bad shit to you, but he actually did it. He just did some shit that she did not agree with, so she had to take it upon herself to attack the fucking family. You know, and they're like, hey, you know, you're hurting my feelings right now. One, one lady actually said that, you're hurting my feelings right now. And she, she doesn't admit apology, she just fucking just gets all nasty about it. And it's okay, though, because he's straight, he's white, and he's male. It's okay to do that kind of thing. If you had done that, say Obama dies, and then I fucking start going on a tirade against all black people, <laughs> or or all like he's a racist pig or what have you, I mean, shit, I get death threats, you know? But because he's white and straight, we can get away with that, and that's cool. But I, won't, I would hope that in the future, if you're listening, that you're the better you than, than you are, that you don't just judge people by their color of the skin. And just by the merits of what they did in their past. Oh, well, they fucking said this. They said that. Obviously, that means the whole wealth of who that person is a bad guy. I mean, you get a priest. Uh, he goes and feeds homeless kids. But someone cuts him off and he calls people. He calls that guy a retard. Is now that priest a fucking... Uh, he hates mentally challenged kids? No, he just got mad and in the moment called the guy retard or whatever but he still feeds homeless people i'm not saying this guy's a fucking saint or a sinner i'm just saying that there's more to a human being than just a couple of comments that they said throughout their life you know 85 years isn't just uh, a drop in a bucket 85 years is long you know i mean if you ever if you ever don't understand time and your perception of it just 
Don't talk, don't move, don't say anything for one minute. Meditate. I guarantee it'll last an eternity. Try doing a plank for one minute. Holy shit. You know what minutes are. <laughs> and how weak your core is if you're not used to planking. Alright. But that just irritated me. I in the window of where we are now, where we shit on people when they die. We can't forgive people because we got rid of Jesus long ago, I guess. <laughs> we don't we don't listen to the good things there of a message of like, hey, love each other, do more for others than yourself. And let's not, I don't know, let's not like hold it on people. Let's forgive them because if, if, um, if Jesus can forgive you, I think you can forgive a guy who says a couple of comments, I'm just saying. All right. Here's a funny news story I thought. Man, long-ass news article. I'm going to take an hour shit. I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to drink some water. I'm sick. After a much water break, watch needed, a much-needed water break, let's get back into some pod here. Uh, where's this 12-year-old? All right, cool. So, reporter Hilda Lysak, 12, Faces down Arizona cop who threatens to throw her in juvie. Now, I have to say, I was confused by this. I was like, 12? Who's 12? Is it the cop? Couldn't be the reporter. So this fucking 12-year-old comes up to a sheriff, starts some shit with them, and starts trying to record them. And this, this uh, sh- sh- cop's like, I'm going to throw you in juvie and shit like that. The context of what's going on isn't well specified in the news article. They just want you to hate on the police. And this is where we are in our world now. In the year two, 2019, February, a 12-year-old has power over a sheriff. And that's just, um, that's just a, I don't know, what are you, an eye in the time of where we're at, right? I mean... That's a diagnosis of cancer, a cancer in this fucking society. Our trust in the police and sheriffs is so fucking low that a 12-year-old is able to fucking start shit with this cop. Because, like, everyone's going to side with the 12-year-old, which is weird as fuck. So some 12-year-old's telling you, hey, uh, you you just told me you're going to throw me in juvie. Can I, I would like to know why. And you're just starting shit to start shit. This guy's probably doing his job, fucking doing whatever, and then you just came down on him, and then you start recording him. And naturally, if you start recording somebody with a um, with a with the intent of trying to get them in trouble, you're gonna get them in trouble because you could take anything out of context. We don't know the context of what went down. She could have done some horrible shit for all we know, and the cops like, I'll throw you in juvie or some shit like that. Or this cop could be just an idiot, but he's a cop nonetheless. And it's it's a thing of like we've lost respect for everything, you know. And I guess I guess we don't have. I guess you, you. I know. I get it. I get it. We're supposed to earn people's respect and everything like that. But what makes people different from animals is that I could see a symbol, and then as a person and other people, we could see the symbol and we can unite under that symbol. Animals can't do that. Animals can't just make a flag and say, "Oh, wolves, let's go to this wolf flag." Wolves don't have that. They can howl. They can yell at each other, but they're always going to be separated that way. Us humans are different. We can put an American flag, and we know that if you're for that, you're with me, and if you're against that, you're against me. Shit like that. We have so fucked up in our heads nowadays that, okay, so the police, they're there to, you know, stop crime and, you know, 
protect and serve and all that good shit. But that message is lost on cops themselves. They don't even fucking understand it. Some some do, some don't. You know? And so it's 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 a weird thing. So a lot of bad eggs came to be and now we don't trust cops anymore. To the point where a twelve year old can exert power over a sheriff. Now that between the dynamic between those two people right there in the video of the the lady calling out the cop, why'd you why'd you why'd you um Give me a second, let me pause. Yeah, well, kid wanted a hug, so I had to hug him. <laughs> We're both sick. He sounds worse than me, though. Um, yeah, 12-year-old has power over cops. That's the end of that story. <laughs> let me read some of the, let me, um, let me read some of these comments here. I want to read what comments are shared. I want you to know where we stand with what went down. Where, where's the comment section? Oh, there it is comments <laughs> there's no comments really you would think that would have a lot of comments Let's see we got twitter people saying shit let's see here let's see here okay, you said that shit i click on you let's see if i can open this up i don't want to follow you never in a fucking million years let's see. okay anyone where's the comments god damn you i want another comments I want to comments. Oh, fuck. I gotta sign up. Ugh. Sorry, guys. We're not gonna know. Because no one put the comments in there. Well, I was looking. That sucks. You gotta get on our Twitter. Fuck. I just read the news article where they said some people agreed. <laughs> um, that's it for news. Uh... Let's get into some riff, riff section. I got a couple things, not much. Um, riff section! Section of the riff. All right, here we go. Ooh, that's going to be loud as fuck. <laughs> I, I see it. Mm. Let's talk about the Oscars. Oscars are coming out. They don't have a host. The reason why they don't have a host is because Kevin Hart was going to be the host, which would have been real good for them. Kevin Hart is a comedian, and he's very funny. He's blown up in the world today. And people found some old tweets of his about how, like, you know, he, he made a joke and people took it as a homophobic joke. Jokes are jokes. That's what they are. And usually jokes happen and uh, in the joke, uh, someone is going to get hurt or something bad is going to happen. Like, two nuns walk into a bar. Why didn't the second one duck? Now, does that mean I hate nuns? No. Does that mean that it's a bad joke? Probably. But it is a joke where nuns are the brunt of it. Most jokes are that as such. You know, you're making fun of somebody. Somebody, some demographic or anything. But what became weird in this time, in this day and age, is gay people have somehow cornered the market on jokes. So if you make a, any jokes regarding them, any at all, you're fucked. The only way to make a joke about a gay person is if you self-deprecate or something like that. Like, say something like, this gay guy beat me up or some shit like that. But you better not make a joke about them. Period. And that's where we're at. So he made a joke in 2009 and uh, somebody, 10 years ago, and people were like, what the fuck, you know, you're so gay. You're, not gay. You're so homophobic and blah, 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 blah. And he already apologized for that shit when it happened in 09, you know. But, um, because he didn't want to offend anybody, he was just saying a joke, because that's what happens. 
And um, he was going to apologize again. He wasn't going to be brought down to the stupid level that we're in, where if you if a person makes a joke, they can be dragged against the coals. So he, rather than um, being told you can't host the Oscars, he says, "I'm stepping out. I'm not going to be hosting the Oscars." And he, and he gracefully bowed out. And good, fuck you, Oscars, because <laughs> they weren't going to have them because they were they're weighing whether or not this was good or bad. And then when he said he was not going in, they said, "Oh, something got mixed up. We were mad at him for that." And da 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 da. But they 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 were going to do the thing where they they're fake. The Oscars are a fake thing. They're they're <clears throat> they're an eye in the window of time. I keep saying that a lot, but it is. It's true. Right now, we're in a phase of fakery. People are being fake. And to hide their fakeness, they have to over-represent something they believe themselves probably. Like, they probably hate gay people. So they go, oh, I have gay friends. I love gay people. They're the best. What did you say about gay people? Say they hate, I don't know, cars. Oh, I hate cars. Ugh. Or say they you you love cars oh cars are the best but do you actually hate cars they're the best you know it's 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 a thing where you just I have black friends you know <laughs> like usually if you say I voted for Obama if you tell if you tell a black guy that and he's talking about popcorn he, he's gonna know that you're racist you know <laughs> but that's what the Oscars do they start they started nominating people based on some kind of a demographic of some sort so if you're gay you're gonna win you gay and black you for sure gonna win. <laughs> Uh, you black, a bunch of black people are on screen. Oh, you're gonna win. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, they they to hide their own racistness, their own misogynist, their own sexism, and things like that. They they've been doing that. It's a whole fake thing, and so Kevin Hart bowed out, and that's a good thing. I hope that fucking whole thing bombs, and all we can talk about is how shitty it is. I have to say, uh, <clears throat> it, it, it seems to be, and I, I've coined the phrase, I don't know if I did, left is eating left. Meaning, people are getting so progressive, so e egalitarian, you know, that we're, they're like, you know, I love black people. And then they go, they, t they have to one-up each other. I love black people, and they can sleep with my wife. <laughs> you know? And then that person has to one-up, you know what, black people are so great, it's okay if they kill me. You know, that kind of thing. You just keep one-upping. And eventually, it's going to get to a point where, you know, you don't exist. You know? <laughs> and then that person doesn't exist. And then now, what do we have, you know? I mean, they're just attacking. Oh, like, I just saw in the news the other day. Uh, or news. It's one YouTube video of this famous MTV person at the time. And she's talking. And she's racist against other black people. She's black, but she's racist against lighter black people. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's her thing. She's all like, um, the companies are racist because only black, lighter black people are getting the accolades, getting the roles, getting the parts, making the music, while the darker black people aren't getting as much. Mm. That's left eating the left. You know, left meaning, you know, for, you're like, ah, oh, I love black people <clears throat> and we should fight for the rights. Not a bad deal. Now it's like, I love black people, but not those lighter black people. Now you're 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 fucking racist. <laughs> you just don't know it because you're black, so you think you can't be racist. But you are racist, you know. I know Mexicans who hate them, who hate Mexicans. <laughs> you know, I mean, like that's a real thing. And to and to not admit it means you're disillusioned, and that happens a lot in our day and age. the The reason why a lot of arguments in life fail is because you can't admit the faults in your argument. If you commit the faults in your argument, then you can move forward 
as a stronger self. But if you can't and you're in denial, you'll never win. You'll never win if you can't admit your weaknesses. And if your argument has some weaknesses in it and you don't admit it and you just try to keep strong-arming things, you're just going to fall. And so you got you got these black people hating lighter black people. And that's ridiculous. So one fucking lady, she goes, name a singer who is black, female, and dark black. Now, if you break down the stat of America, it's around 30% black, you know. And now you're saying black female. That's... 15% because you're just going by halves, right? Because, you know, 50% of the population is black women and men, you know? So so you went 30% black people. Then you said uh, black female, and that makes it, you know, half. And then you said lighter black to, to darker black, whatever the fuck stat that would be, which would be significantly smaller. And from that small stat, she asks you to pick out a singer who is dark, black, and female. Now, to be a famous singer is a statistic unto itself. You know, you have 350 million people, you know, at the date of this uh, podcast was recorded, and you're trying to narrow down 350 people. How many singers are that? It's not that many. And now you're trying to narrow a population of people that's real small, and, and then from that population, you're supposed to be like, and one of them is supposed to be a star. That's ridiculous. Of course, that's going to strengthen your argument, you know. You're cherry-picking your stats. That being said, you know, my left eating left, you know, is, is, is a growing thing, you know. I, I at one time had an epiphany. I was thinking, it seems really bad to the point where, like we're growing into this um, stance of socialistic beliefs, you know, very becoming very radicalized, you know. You don't really want to understand truth. And that's when things go south, right? You don't want to understand truth. You just want to understand feelings. You know, we all feel that we hate a certain race, white people, and they need to go down, you know, that kind of thing. And then so we become radicalized. And then when you try to throw down stats or actual truth, you know, that's just the way it is. That's why we have flat earth. People believe Earth is flat because they don't want to. They don't want to see anything other than what they want to see. They want to see the Earth is flat. You have arguments against. No, don't care. Earth is flat. I once heard someone say something to the effect of, "Well, um, these idiots, and we we should blame the YouTube for this because they were censoring YouTube, or not censoring YouTube is censoring these flat Earthers." another stupid thing to do what happened was if you if you possessed intelligence you would know that that's wrong so you wouldn't watch a YouTube video on why the earth is flat and believe it you would watch it and laugh if anything or say I can see where they're coming from but they're wrong I can look into it but I don't need to I could just understand it but um, I, I don't I don't blame YouTube for that and I don't think YouTube should censor them I, I blame our education system for allowing people to not think. And that's where we are in this day and age. We're not trying to think. We're only hearing what we feel is right. Not what we think is right, what we feel is right. And we like to say the words, oh, I know what I'm thinking. No, you don't. 
I mean, you can actually have proof of what the fuck is happening. And inside your head, you're literally thinking of ways on how that person's wrong. Other than listening to them, you're just thinking how they're wrong. The best way, if anything, to learn, to grow, to become a better person than you were yesterday is to, when someone's telling you something, try to listen to them and hear their side of things. And if they're truly wrong, come after the fact that you just listened to them, not before. <laughs> you say Jesus Christ didn't exist? All right, let's go. Let's do this. And then you give me your arguments for why he exists. And then I can then rebut after the fact. I'm like, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with you that he could have existed, but um, people are still killing each other in malicious ways, you know? So maybe the man existed, but not God. And then you have more of a conversation, a more layered conversation, as opposed to yes or no right versus left that's what happened we became radicalized to the point where we're either going one way or another you know and the ways that we're going because we haven't found the weaknesses within the ways we're thinking they fall apart and that's where i get my left versus eats left you know you get this whole radicalized belief that you know there's massive homo homophobes out there a massive gays getting killed out there and that's a flawed statement that's dis just disingenuous. That's not real. But because you can't admit the fact that it's actually better now than it was before, it does still happen. But then I can then not rebut because I can agree with you at that point. If I'm if I'm playing if I'm playing me versus me actually, you know. But if if, if two parties come together and they agree on some aspects of what they're saying, then they can move forward and have more of a layered conversation as opposed to, no, bro, gays are dying in the streets right now. Mm. Um, that's all I got to say about that for now. But I'm going to get more into some more riffing about believing something and understanding something are two different things. Uh, I want to get into this Chinese thing before I fucking forget. I just read this as I was pooping. All right, so China... <laughs> China blocks 17.5. I should have done this in the news section, but I just fucking read this on the New York Times or the Independent. China blocks 17.5 million plane tickets for people without enough social credit. So China, the socialistic government that they have, has come up with this thing where they rate people on social cues and social media and things like that. So say, for instance, you didn't pick up your dog's litter. <clears throat> you just left that shit on the sidewalk, then you got rated lower, you know. And depending on how shitty you are as a person, depending on the mass majority of people, I guess, or maybe there's a committee. I didn't read too much into it. Uh, you can't do certain things. Now, China's beautiful in this aspect. They could, they could do this because of the way their government's structured. They censor all propaganda against. Uh, you could tell by watching their movies. They're terrible, terrible movies. Please don't kill me, Chinese people, but your movies are sucking, you know? Yeah, you're it, man, and things like that, but you guys are making it so that you can make shit movies, you know? I, I don't think you're understanding how to form a narrative or how to, how to have a story, you know, go through the hero's journey, all that good stuff. But anyways, beside the point, they're able to censor everything and, you know, throw mass propaganda. They can control their people to an extent, right? Maybe that will collapse and they'll have a big giant civil war. But as of now, their government lasts forever. So it's not like our system where we have a president every four years. They have a nonstop 
way of thinking, and it's just a locomotive. It will last the test of time, maybe, unless the people rise up and see other cultures and do that. But they could stomp that shit out, too. They control their own internet, <laughs> which is an uncontrollable thing. Um, it's like the Matrix. The only people who could actually learn to get outside the Matrix are the really, really smart people, you know? And that's what China's got going on. They got their own Matrix, you know? Plugging it in. People have to be like this in a certain way. I can see that working long term. I mean, that's fucking crazy, though. They're rating people. So if you don't do certain things, and if you're not a good person and it's registered, then you don't get rewards. It's more of a punishment, you know? And you can be outed, you know? So it behoove you to be a nice person. There's a problem there. Who's to say what's a good person and what's a bad person? I mean, is it the government? If the government just starts saying you got to kill your firstborn with your bare hands. I mean, and then you get rated bad if you don't. I mean, shit, you're, you're conditioning people to act a certain way uh, <laughs> by freedom of choice, it, you know, by the way, uh, due to this whole... I don't know, social grading system. And that's scary, right? I mean, it, when does it become a point where uh, if, you, if you're if you at an A plus and you go to B, you get to die. We don't need no more of those Bs, only As, or whatever no, uh, numeric system they have, like uh, 1,000 points. We don't need those 999s. We only like 1,000 pointers over here. I mean, shit, dude. It's just whoever's in charge. Uh, people shouldn't be allowed to that. I mean, if it, maybe if an AI with a set of guidelines and um, and cannot be changed, maybe that could be a thing. Or I don't know, man. But, but people in charge of who who could do good things and who could do bad things and punishing them on on the basis of that. It's just another way of oppressing their their people. They're not free. <laughs> you should be free to be an asshole. You know, I, I get I get the certain memes, I mean, the laws of, you know, murder, you know, don't kill people, because that wouldn't work out, right, if anyone could just kill a bunch of people whenever. Well, I don't know, maybe there could be an argument for that, but, you know, don't steal, don't kill, basic shit like that, don't rape, things like that. But now you're getting to the intricacies, I can't use the word right now, the little things, like, uh, don't, you know, don't cut people off say thank you, uh, tip, I don't know. And now that's another form of control. <laughs> I mean, shit. You wouldn't even know who to hate. You're just going off of a number system. You're just like, oh, well, they're number 222, or they're uh, they're the B team, or they're the C team, you know? Ah, that's scary. The government could just decide, hey, we want lighter Chinese people, not darker Chinese people, so let's write them low and kill them, you know? It just give, give it time, you know. Right now, it's just a baby form of control and manipulation. They're just, uh, oh yeah, this group of people, they're bad, so they they can't fly. Well, this group of people, they can't eat at this restaurant. Or this group of people, they can't have cars. This group of people, they can't have food. This group of people, they need to die. I mean, like it could grow, and you're giving them that power. You know, and it sounds goofy now because you're only taking away little things like where to fly because it's, it's a plane ticket thing now. <laughs> you can't escape the country. Jesus. <laughs> but like there's things you just can't do. You know, you can't leave the country now because you're a shit person according to someone's rating system. And they can control the Internet. That's scary. That's a scary thing. And it's workable because we don't 
control them. That's their own government. They got a billion Chinese people who are in control of themselves. And they can now they're conditioning their people. You didn't work out today. Oh, you're, you get a negative point. Oof, that's scary. I've always been afraid when I was younger of the red, the red death. You know, China, not Chinese people themselves, but the the way their government is, is like when I was a kid, I was like, man, a group of people are telling other people what to do, and they gotta do it or they die. That's pretty scary. That's fucking scary as fuck. When I was a kid, I didn't understand that shit. You have to go to the military. You have to do this. I didn't get that. Now I'm older and I understand as a child what I was trying to I was trying to grasp the whole concept of controlling other people through manipulation. They control the censorship, they control what movies go that go in and out, which is the same thing as censorship. I don't know why I got redundant. They can control you know like how much money you make because you know they're communists. So it's kind of like you know, y'all work a certain amount of money, you know, shit, dude. Now they're controlling whether you wipe your ass right or not. And once you form that control and you're all unified under that same kind of brainwashing and manipulation, what do you do with said control? Well, this group of people weren't doing what we do. So we it'd be in our best interest to take them over. I mean, we're not unified in America. We're only unified when there's war, uh, an actual war, or some kind of disaster. That's the only way to really unite uh, America, really. But the China, they're find, they found a new way of uniting their fucking people, and that's fucking through social economics. You know, <laughs> like, hey, yeah, you can't eat here because you're a shit person. Now we can just say this group of people who oppose our ideas, they're shit people. Now kill them. You know, I mean, and people are just run by the masses, you know. You know, uh, Plato, he believed that, I think it was Plato, he believed that people on the, by themselves are just dumb. Like, they're just going to, they're like sheep. They're just going to do things. And um, it would be better to have like a philosopher king, a person who understands the ins and outs of philosophy and understands how to, you know, govern people. Because you're going to get more of those, more of those. That that person's more specialized. Now, when you just have a group of people in charge of another group of people, they're no better than sheep. You're not going to have a group of smart people in charge a group of idiots. This just doesn't work, you know. And I, I guess, like, if you just had one king, that wouldn't work either. Or would it? Who knows? But the way our system is governed, it's, it's pretty good. It's not the best. We've let corruption take over. So we're on the outs. And you got China on the rise. They got their whole thing through... Uh, like I said, social economics. They you, you gonna you be a bad person, you're dead. That's I'm telling you, man, that's where they're growing. That's it for that. That's all I got for that. I just rambled. She called it the Rambo section. Ramble or Rambo? Nah. Uh my final topic, other than covering some shit that I watched, is um let's talk about weed. So I had a friend and she was talking about weed, and she's all like, she uses the trope of all potheads use. You know, weed doesn't kill anybody. She used a meme. Uh, it was a picture of this parent being, uh, this kid dying or overdosing. And the mother's like, no, my kid smoked weed. Now they're dead. Uh, it's kind of a goof because you can't really die off of smoking, like, natural weed or, or eating. It's impossible, you know. <laughs> it is. Now, 
th there's good and bad for everything, you know. And uh, yeah, weed doesn't necessarily kill you, but it does. It does have some effects. Like if you're a crazy person, and you uh, get some weed in you, that could destabilize your way of being. You know, like you you could be go become schizophrenic. You know, you can go crazy. You know, I've known people that at one point they're perfect. Not perfect, but they're they're great people. And then they get some alcohol in their system, and they become like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And probably that's the reason they have that fuck. That's probably the inspiration of the of the book. And the guy did some drugs and changed into a different person. I mean, that's that that makes sense, right? With drinking, we well, could do that too. You get a mad guy, he goes happy. Uh, you get a happy guy, he gets happier. You get a guy, he becomes philosopher. There are people, though, that do when they do smoke, they become violent, you know? They become crazy because it destables who, the, the ego that they, that they have of themselves, you know? Like, like, I don't know what reality is and things like that. And they can go real, they can go real south and get hyper about it and shit. And then it just... And the more time you destabilize a brain like that, the more out of reality it is all oh, these people are out to get me fuck these people or this, this person's an asshole and this per when you're not on it you know and then when you smoke it you're kind of feeling great but at the same time you're you're still getting paranoid about it and you're like all oh, these fucking people they're still out to get me you're having real unrealistic thoughts and that's because you're, you've destabled yourself from from your reality you know you've literally from the you're on land and you jumped out in the water you know and you're just like, uh most people can handle the weed and it doesn't really hurt them that much I mean, yeah, it could be bad for you if you get too lazy, eat too much, yeah. But there are an actual thing in which you can, if you're fucking fucked up already and then you self-medicate with that stuff, then, I mean, you're only asking for trouble. And she posts this thing, and I have a theory that she is of this person because she gets, she gets goes through these phases of normal posts, you know, funny, goofy posts, the creative posts, the writer posts, that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden you get these posts where like you start hating on fucking people. Oh, this person's a bitch and hate this person, hate that person. You just get so fiery about shit. So it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And I don't think it's booze and I don't think it's crack or cocaine, which could do that. I think it's like she'd be smoking pot. I think it destabilized her. Now when she put – I had that thought when she posted that one thing about uh, we – she's that person who does fight for the cause. And because – because of that, because there's people out there like that, that are disingenuous on the argument that they're having, they're not able to strengthen the, the, the cause. I think we should be totally legal, of course. But at the same time, if you can't admit the, the actual bad that it has, you know, then you can never move forward in the argument. You can, like, it does destabilize a person, you know? And if you're, if if you're like schizophrenic or you already have a, dis a disposition to become crazy or something like that, I'm using these baby words here, then yeah, it can make it worse. I mean, if you can't admit that, then you can never move forward, you know? I mean, you got to admit the mistakes that you commit. And if you just say only the pros and none of the cons, then never will you be able to win this argument. And that's probably what kept weed the way it is, other than, you know, propaganda. But I mean, it is what it is now is because you can't, you're so full bore on trying to make it legal that you're not admitting some of the arguments. And so that's what people do when they when they talk about the good things. And they get all fucking angry and fucking <sighs> defensive and everything. But the other side does that too. And that sucks too. That's why you can never um, make it illegal is because you can't ever admit your, your pros and cons. 
It doesn't kill anybody. And you're like, well, someone can die if they do this, this, and this. Now you're being disingenuous. Just like I said, if, if you can't admit the weaknesses in your argument, you never move forward. You know, does it kill anybody? No, it doesn't. Is it bad for you when you drive? Yeah, it is. So don't drive. <laughs> there you go. I mean, like, we, we figured it out with drinking and driving. I don't know why we figured it out there. You're like, oh, I could do it. You know, I, I could... I can drink and drive, or I can smoke and drive. I'm like, that's so be it. But if you crash, it's on you. The same rules still apply. You know, the same thought logics do apply. But realistically, you don't die. Uh, it doesn't kill you physically. You just get dumber. That's all for a little bit. You know, if anything. But there's, but the the the, the side effects are next to nil. You know. Now, if you're already a crazy person, now that's the thing. I mean, one, I think you shouldn't smoke until you're like 25, if anything, right? Full prefrontal cortex and all that jazz, you know, make, for, make sure your brain's all fully developed, all that good stuff, right? But then maybe you should have a psyche valve, man. I mean, if you you can get destabilized. I don't, I'm not saying like everybody's like that, but some people. And I, I'm pretty sure if you're a smoker of the ganja and you got that one friend who gets a little bit ape shit and crazy that's not the norm <laughs> i mean out of 10 people you get the one guy who's like ah you know fuck everybody ah you're getting angry and shit and get all violent off something that pretty much chills you the fuck out there's something wrong with you and you should look in within and she posts these things and i always always argue i'll be like hey yeah uh, because you what you do is you're you're strengthening strengthening nothing really because you yourself is a person who can't handle. I say that only because they get all violent and shit, you know, talk, spewing out venom. Now, if it's a thing where they don't, like, here's my theory. Now, I know she's not going to, like, you know, agree with me or anything like that, you know. And I, I wouldn't even confront her on it. Because most people, if they can't see the end game, they're not willing to listen. That's just the way it is. But, um, <sighs> big burp. If... If you tell them, hey, look, you smoke pot, you get kind of crazy. I don't get crazy. Well, what was this about? Why did you write all these bad things about your mom or some shit like that, right? And she could go on to say, well, because this and this and that. So you weren't smoking pot. She could say something like to the effect of, no, I wasn't. Now, she could be, say she's telling the truth. I think that it's still weed related in the sense that you're off of it so you can't handle reality. Because you shouldn't be throwing out venom like that towards your mom. I mean, it just happened, like, like hardcore venom, you know? <laughs> I hope she dies, or some shit like that, you know? Like, if, if, you're, if you're on it, you shouldn't, I mean, that should never come out of your mouth. But if you're off of it, I've actually had, I know, I know people who, when they get off of the substance, and they have that long spout of, you know, withdrawal, they get very violent, you know, because they can't handle it, right? So your body chemistry is made as such. If you... At, at a neutral state, you're neutral, right? But then when you elevate it, you know, coming back down, you're like, what the fuck? I was up here. Now I'm down here. Now you can only take so much of that. But sometimes you get to a point where you're always like that, always at that elevated state. So when you come down to your normal state and say you have a span of a couple weeks or a month off, you can not handle things the way you would have if you were high so say you're high for a month you know and everything bad that happens you're handling it because you know you're pretty much high you know fuck you come back down for a month now things that are happening are double you know just like eating carbs if you're out if you don't eat carbs for a couple of months 
And then you start eating carbs again. Your body's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, let's have more. And you snap back. You're getting fatter. It makes it harder. Something we, you know, you, I'm just bro science in here. But I'm just saying that I know a guy that, like, smokes a pot and has long span of time of not smoking pot and got totally abusive to his kid. Started grabbing his neck and yanking him around through the house, trying to find his fucking keys, you know. I, you know, I mean, that shit happens, you know. Uh, you get very violent when you're off of it. Um, that happens with the person. Also, it happens with the person when they're on it, too. You know, they can get pretty violent if you start crashing their high. You know, they're fucking high, and then you start bringing up thoughts, and they're too stupid to fucking understand things, you know, at that point in time. And now you're killing their buzz, and then it's making them a little bit more aggro than normal because they're not used. They're like, oh, you're wasting it. <laughs> that kind of thing. And then there's assholes out there that are like that. I mean, because of those pieces of shit that are out there that can't recompense that or re oh no recompense that's not recompense like, that's forgive this right no they can't understand the fact that when they're high it's cool you know but when they're off of it they become violent and because you can't argue that and because you can't put that stat out there shit will never be legal you know maybe it will who knows maybe the the, the, the rising tide but you're, you're dragging this shit out more you know, I want to argue with those those angry individuals, you know. But why would I argue? When, you know, some people, they can't see the end results of what they're doing. They can only see the, the good things that they did. They can't see the bad things that they did. But uh, some people remember, you know. Uh, that's a bit of a rant. What can I say? Let me see here. Let's change gears here for a second. I saw Creed 2. It's a pretty good movie. Let me, uh, let me review it real quick. Um, not as good as the first movie. Um, I was confused on aspects of the movie because a, a traditional Rocky movie is uh, you got the guy, he has an opponent who seems to be way more hardcore than you, and you there's a tragedy and you lose, and then you come back stronger, and at the very end of it, you draw strength from that tragedy to overcome and win. You know that's usually what a Rocky movie is. Creed doesn't follow that narrative too much. It does its own thing, but there are good aspects of this movie that uh, is likable. Now, I, once again, it's not as good as the first one, so I give that movie. Uh, it's got good characters. Uh, got good moments. The ending's good. Uh, beginning's good, middle's good. Uh, I give it a seven, only because it didn't it didn't jive well with the Rocky franchise. It did its own thing. Why be Rocky if you're not gonna be a Rocky movie? You know. Um, let me spoil it real quick. So Creed's in this movie, and he is winning since the first one. And this guy, uh, Ivan Dragoff, uh, Dragonov or Dra Drago, Drago. That's it. He is from Rocky Four, and when he lost, life sucked. Everyone for abandoned him and he had a son and his son was abandoned too so he raised his kid to be a badass he and um raised him with hate you know that kind of thing you know he never left his side but he raised him with hate so they're gonna set up a fight between creed and drago's son it makes kind of sense right the two sons fighting each other you know rocky trained creed you know that kind of thing like the reversal when creed trade rocky eye of the tiger style Anywho, they fight. Rocky's like, hey, you shouldn't fight because this guy, he's got nothing to lose. You got everything to lose. And uh, so Rocky decides not to help him. I, I guess. I guess that works for a narrative, I guess. But um, so he fights. 
loses, says he's going to fight him again, and, he, and Rocky supports him. But there's no, like, that was the, the tragedy is that he lost, I guess. And um, he makes him work out in the desert as opposed to, the, you know, the snowy. In Rocky Four, they worked out in the snow. And uh, that's how he became badass, you know. But this time it's desert, so there you go. They're fighting in the desert and shit, and go strong. And there's no, like, most Rocky movies, there'd be some kind of aspiration, like, you know, he's waiting for that one thing to click, and that makes him stronger. None of that happens. He just all of a sudden just gets stronger. So he just works out and just gets stronger. And I, that didn't jive well with me. You know, I don't, I don't get that. Like, it's not, that's not a Rocky movie. But I know you want to be different. Then why be Rocky? Be a different movie, you know? It wouldn't work as well. Why? Because, you know, you have Rocky characters. That's the only way it works. This movie wouldn't have worked if it was called something else. It just wouldn't have. But um, it wouldn't have worked as well. Say it was like Bob and versus Ivan Bobino or something like that. Or whatever the fuck. I don't know. The movie wouldn't have worked. Because it's a sequel, that's the only way it made money. But him just training in the desert didn't really... It, n nothing clicked for him. He just, just became good all of a sudden. So, um... Where's my charger thing? So he gets stronger and he fights uh, Rocky, or not Rocky, he fights the guy again in the um, in Russia. And um, they do the scene, they, they fight, and he's a little bit better, he's faster. You know, like, it's fucking weird too because when you look at Rocky and Rocky Four and Dragonoff or Drago, he is fucking buff. But Rocky looked pretty buff too steroids did him well but he looks really built now when you see creed creed's pretty built he's a built guy but the other guy's way bigger way stronger it looks like he's 265 versus a guy who's 120 it just it just doesn't work you know they physically don't look like they work but they made creed look faster and that's how he wins right there's a part where he gets his ass kicked and Creed's on the floor. And this is the part where in all Rocky movies, something happens. Something clicks to make him stronger. You know, he, he imagines his dad or something like that. None of that happens. He just starts punching the fucking turf. And he's angry for some unknown reason. I mean, you can infer that he's angry because, I don't know, maybe he's losing. He's got a lot to lose. I don't know, man. They really don't really strengthen why he's angry. They, I mean, they leave it open. I mean, like, I'm watching a movie and you left things open. I mean, let's just have Luke Skywalker, he walks into a room, and he walks out, and Vader is not there either, so you don't know what happened. I mean, look, you could say they fought and he left, I don't know. But he just gets knocked down, comes back up, and fights. Whatever. But one part that I did like is the Dragunov, or Dra Drago equation. So you got this kid, everyone abandoned him, except for his dad, but it doesn't seem like... That's an, that's an aspect of anything other than he's fighting to keep the love of his father. And his father doesn't actually look like he's loving him. But his actions speak louder than words. Everybody left him, and but the dad stayed with the kid. Even the mo mo mother left. And it's funny because when he wins the fight, they have a big dinner. And and uh, Drago's son, Ivan, he's fucking pissed. These people left him. His mom's there, and that's a big deal. His mom's like, oh yeah, I respect you now because you... Testing, testing, one, two, three. Ah, my microphone fucking cut out. Anyways, so Ivan's um, mother's there, and she's there, and he's fucking pissed. You know, like, who the fuck are these people? Uh. 
And Drago comes out, and he's all like, look, I lost, and that's why this shit went down. But you won't lose. That's the only difference. Whatever the fuck. It's like he's addicted to winning. Whatever. And that was pretty cool. So they fight, and when Drago's mom leaves, or Ivan's Drago's mom leaves, then he kind of loses inside because, you know, he feels abandoned. And that's when Kreet starts fucking him up. Fucks him up, and then... um, the dad drag Drago throws in the towel, which is a big thing because in which I knew it was gonna happen. But in Rocky Four, the thing was Creed died because Rocky didn't throw in the towel. This is he threw it out because I guess apparently Apollo Creed will keep punching him until he dies. I guess I don't know. But that was that was a cool little bit, and the movie seemed more about Drago than anything, even though he didn't say that much. Uh, and it was a bunch of wasted time of Creed, you know, just doing things. But I, I did like the movie. I gave it a 7. I watched that um, Spider-Man movie, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse, and uh, I'm just going to start out spoiling it from the beginning. I fucking love that movie. I give it a 10 out of a 10. Okay, okay take that back. 9.5 out of 10. 0.5 because they had this weird animated uh, choice where they made some of it look 3D, but it wasn't. And I read about that. The article said that they were trying to make it look like a comic book, but comic books don't look 3D. I'm sorry. They just don't. There was no reason for it. A lot of blurriness going on. I get the um, the art, though. There was a lot of good art in it, but whatever. So that was the best Spider-Man movie, hand down. Hand down. Hands down. If you have three hands, put them down, because that is one of the best movies ever i have to say i really loved it it stars this one kid miles morales who gets bit by a spider gives him spider-man powers i think it's a from another dimension though so his his power should be like fizzy but whatever the spider bites him he gets powers and uh meanwhile the kingpin's making some kind of interdimensional fucking portal thing and he um He's trying to get his wife and kid back who died in his reality. So he's going to pick them out from another reality. So he's going to explode all realities by accident trying to get these two people. And that's the story. So the, the other Spider-Man who's been Spider-Manning around and apparently is from the original movies, Tobey Maguire's movies. Um, he's fighting and then he gets killed and it's up to Miles Morales to save the day. Meanwhile, because of the dimensional riff... All these other Spider-Mans come to his aid, and they try to impart some wisdom, help him out, that kind of thing. And uh, that's about it, really. Um, there's a lot of relationships in this. Um, there's uh, Miles Morales and his uncle. He's the cool uncle, you know, bad guy kind of thing. And his dad's the p- police officer, and he's a good guy, you know, that kind of thing. But he don't like his dad that much because he's a bit of a dick to him, as all fathers are. It's a dad's job to be a dick to the son. You know, not too much, not like beating their ass or anything like that, but trying to make them do what's right. And usually that has like a consequence of the kid hating the, the dad. And I could see that as long as he's not beating his ass. You know, when, when you start crossing the lines of beating ass for petty reasons like um, I lost my keys, you know, <laughs> I always bring up keys <laughs> or you didn't take out the trash. So I'm going to judo throw you or some shit like that, some fucking shit like that, you know, that's that's pretty petty you know but if you're you know trying to make him right because he'd be tagging and shit and so his dad would um like oh you're gonna take that tagging sticker down that makes sense right but um that's pretty cool him and his uncle it turns out his uncle's like a real bad dude does bad things uh you know for money 
and um, it was a good scene, you know, between him and his uncle. You know, his uncle didn't want to, you know, kill his nephew because he really liked his nephew. So there, that was a pretty good scene. There was a good dad and son scene. You know, I love you. I know I'm rough on you, but you're awesome. You know, I thought that was pretty tight. They did this thing where, um, so it comes to be to destroy the dimensional thing, one of the Spider-Men have to stay behind because any Spider-Man from any other dimension, they can't exist in your dimension, you know? So if they send everyone back, somebody has to stay behind to destroy the machine, and whoever stays behind will die, except for Miles because he lives there. But he's a young Spider-Man. He can't do it. And um, the young Spider-Man's like, I can fucking do this, ah, you know? And, and the other guy goes, trips him with his foot and holds him upside down and, like, you know, showing him how badass he is. He goes, if you can't beat me, then you can't do this. And there's, like, a, a bit of a passing of the torch there. So you got the original Spider-Man versus the new Spider-Man. And he just not cut out to do Spider-Man in because he's never done it before. But then he just grows his strength, you know, like from within and overcomes him. And he does the tricks, trips up, trips him up too and throws him into the other dimension, that kind of thing, you know. It was pretty good. A lot, of, a lot, of, I like a lot of the, 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 the relationships in this movie. I like the characters. They, they all seem to draw in strength from their past lives and grow from it. So that was pretty cool. And, um, yeah. What else in the movie? Oh, Fisk looked like dumb. He was too big. <laughs> too big and bulky. But that was cool. That was It was all good. Like, every single thing was good about that movie. Even the music was good. <laughs> like, it was... I, like, I, I've watched, what, six Spider-Man movies all together. And that was the best one and best music ever. Hands down. All the, all the other movies couldn't get it down right, you know? They just missing pieces. This movie was, like, the perfect movie. Uh, other than the art direction. But in all aspects of, of a story, I mean, I have to say, it covered everything, you know. Uh, let's see here. <sighs> There's a bunch of little things here and there, action-wise. I mean, if you're into action, you get it, you know. But me, I'm a big story guy and character guy, and I like the story and the characters. Um, even the last fight scene was pretty good. You know, it, it wasn't so much a Spider-Man overpowering another opponent. It was outsmarting another opponent, and that's always a good thing. That's Spider-Man's true strength, really. He doesn't just OP at anybody. He kind of, like, gets them, you know, in a certain way, <laughs> you know, with his, his intellect. That's pretty cool. It would be cool if he just overpowered somebody just once, you know. You know. All right, anyways, all right, here we go. Um, I give that a 9.5, yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, man. All right, um... That's it for podcast for me. I was gonna do a car thoughts, but I was I was gonna cut that short because I, I added that Chinese thing to go in. I I was like, well, oh, this is good news. I'm gonna riff about this, but that's all I got for you guys. All right, team. Always try to be the better person than you were yesterday. All right. I'm gonna, I mean, deep down inside, I truly mean that. I mean, you will grow as a person, but if you're not learning from your mistakes, you know. And if you're trying to shout people out when they're trying to put some thoughts into you. So if you're talking to somebody and instead of like listening to what they're saying and then just, you know, shouting at them, you're really not getting anything. You're not learning anything. I don't care what you are, Republican, Democrat, right, left, weed, no weed. If you're that kind of person who doesn't want to listen to a person, 
then you, the person individually, are not growing. You're not growing. And everybody has something to offer in a conversation, no matter what. You know, even if they're stupid, you know, there's something to be learned there. If you're not learning from other people's stupidity, then you're going to do something stupid too. You're condemned to repeat their stupidity. How about that? So always learn from your mistakes and others, if anything. Better to learn from others' mistakes so you don't make those mistakes. All right. So, again, I do say be the better person today than you were tomorrow or yesterday. That's it. Be the tomorrow person today. How about that? Yeah, if you feel like uh, working out and you say, I'll do it tomorrow. No, be that person today. (laughs) All right. As always, head on a swivel and stay frosty.